Welcome to Active Word with Bishop Ishmael Sam of the Loyalty House International, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, UDOLGC. Called of God, he ministers under the anointing of his father, Bishop Daghiwad Mills. Bishop Sam is the resident bishop of the Loyalty House International, Abbey Dawenya, of the Dawenya Afenya Link Road. He oversees many churches, both in Ghana and abroad. May the power of God be activated in your life today as you listen to Active Word. From day to day, wondering what the people say. I used to love the things I touched, and everything else didn't mean much. But now I see the light, and I'm on my way to a peace of mind that will always stay. You can have the same thing too. Just shine your light And he will see you through Oh, I see the light The Lord has given Oh, I see the light Oh, I see the light The Lord has given For you and me So we can see Oh, I see the light the Lord has given. 
one more time. I see, oh, oh, I see the light the Lord has given. Oh, I see the light. Oh, I see the light the Lord has given for you and me. So we can see. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you see the light? Praise the Lord. The word of God is light, and that word is about to come your way this morning. Hallelujah. I want you to stand to your feet as we sing. Something good is going to happen to you. Thank you, Father, for this morning. Thank you for this beautiful Friday. Thank you for this wonderful opportunity to come to church and to have fellowship with you and with one another, one another. Together with those online, watching online, we join the host of angels here. And we thank you and welcome your presence here that none of us will live the same as we came in the name of the Lord Jesus of Nazareth. We thank you that the Holy Ghost of Acts is still the same today. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. This same spirit is what is, who is here today to meet us at the point of our needs. Thank you that none is living the same. Give you praise, give you glory, give you praise, give you glory. Shandala basakataba, raba baba shatara baba, reta basandara baba shakata, rara laba silababa, rere baba shataraba, nebrosikatayande, mustola bashikatayande riba. Thank you, thank you. The Holy Ghost of Acts is still the same today. Katayonze, labro. That is why you are not living here the same as you came. Mandore basakata brakata bashakataba. 
afflicted yes no longer be under any kind of form of bondage Jesus because we have come into fellowship with the Holy Spirit yes we are still the same yes the same yes. never changes Jesus we give you praise welcome you Holy Spirit yes welcome, welcome you yes. in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth yes. move Holy Spirit move Move, Holy Spirit, move. Do what you want to do in our lives today, Holy Spirit. Today is your day. Every time we meet you on Sunday, we hand over the service to you and say, do with us what you want to do as it is in heaven. You have planned for us before we came here. You have planned for us for this week. You have planned for us for this month. Do it, Lord, as it is in heaven. For every single person here today, in the name of the Lord Jesus, Holy Spirit, Kala Sola, we welcome you. Thank you, Jesus. Do what you want to do. We just offer ourselves as vessels you can use. Oh, move, Holy Spirit, move. Tell him to move in your life. Move, Holy Spirit, do what you want to do. Oh, do what you want to We just offer ourselves as vessels you can use. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Holy Spirit. In our lives today, have your way. Have your way, Lord. In our lives today, Lord, have your way. In us, have your own way. We just solve ourselves as vessels you can use. Holy Spirit, just tell him to move in your life. Just that, stop looking at anybody, just look to God today. Pastor Richard told you this morning, don't depend on your work. Depend on God, depend on God, depend on God. 
Tell God to come here specifically for you today. Anybody knows how to sing that song? Where's Ruben? We just offer ourselves as vessels you can use. Holy Spirit in, in my our lives today. Yes, have your way, have your way, have your way. Lord, have your way. Have your way, Lord. Move through us, work through us, have your way. We just offer ourselves as vessels you can do. Oh, Holy Spirit. Musicians, if you can sing it, just sing it today. Move, Holy Spirit. Spirit, move in our lives today. Do what you want to do today. Do what you want to do. We just offer our lives to you. We just offer ourselves as you can Thank you, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, thank you. We give you praise, we give you glory. In Jesus' name, let's take our seats, everybody. Well, I first of all want to thank you very much for a wonderful you know, I had my birthday on the 16th of January long ago. You did a powerful service for me. And then you have also surprised me with a very wonderful gift. And I want to say thank you to all of you for such a powerful, powerful gift. God bless you and may you be celebrated always. Amen. I want to especially thank um, ADC, Lady Pastor Furua, who, who is engaged elsewhere. We want to especially, please, somebody has just tagged the sound. It was so good till iniquity was found in you. So please kindly go back to where it was, especially for ADC and all those um, who supported Maos. All of you, God bless you powerfully. Um, you have not been seeing AD, uh, ADC, sorry, Lady Reverend Furua, you know, been here because she's been engaged somewhere, but she's with us, with us in spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. So God bless you. And I also want to thank all those who, out of nowhere, out of nowhere, have decided to give us comfort by contributing towards the air conditioners in the church. Out of nowhere. Some of them don't even come to church here. I'm sure they are watching online. I want to say thank you to all of you. As you know, you can see gradually, 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 we are cooling ourselves. Very soon, the cooling will be complete. And when you come to church, you have to come with a winter, winter jacket. So a few Ghanaians who wear winter jacket in the sun, I don't know why, but maybe for this time, you'll be able to come and wear it here. So gradually, but God bless you. My thanks is in a verse in Philippians 4. 19. Philippians 4 19. That's my thanks to you. 
Do you get it? That as you make our lives comfortable, as you make our lives comfortable, and say, as you make Philippians chapter 4, verse 19, as you make our lives comfortable, he say, and say, my, but my God, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. My God, may the God of Bishop Daggyward Mills, the God of Bishop Sam, the God of the United Denominations, the God of loyalty. You see, I'm mentioning entities. So power. If this God is behind you, ah, may this God supply all your need, all that you need, all your need, all your need. You know, economists say that human wants, human needs are unlimited, but the resources to satisfy, human needs are insatiable, but the resources to satisfy it is unlimited, unlimited, limited. So you need to draw a scale of preference and all those kind of things. So sometimes because of your because of your resources, you see, you are not able to satisfy your need. So you draw a scale of preference and you put the first things first. But God is unlimited in resources. Hallelujah. So God is not going to draw any scale of reference to preference. I'm not going to set, give you this before that or that. All that you need. Anytime the air starts blowing and the people are comfortable, then God remembers you and God starts supplying. And God will make your life also what? Comfortable. Some of you, there's too much heat in your life. Too much heat. Even air conditioners should be sweating. It's too much. But it's ending in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hey, all of you are receiving. I'm saying those who are supporting the air conditioners. <laughs> okay, you are joining. You are rejoicing with those who are rejoicing. <laughs> okay. So God bless all of you. We appreciate you. And whatever you have given towards this, you are going to receive a thousandfold in Jesus' name. Amen. Wonderful. Now, let's turn our Bibles to Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38. I'm going to preach a, a series of just about two weeks, max three weeks. Just about two weeks or max three weeks on a very important topic, which... You can very important topic, which will go into one of our most loved books. Very important message, which will go into one of our most loved books. Name it, claim it, and take it. You see, you don't have one. That's why you're not clapping. Name it, claim it, and take it. We will end with this powerful book, and I will be, you'll be blessed. Hallelujah. Amen. And I've titled the message, Three Important Conditions of Faith. Three important conditions, or three keys to make your faith work properly. Because faith must work. So, three important conditions of faith. If you like, you can add the three keys to make your faith work properly. Because your faith must work. Amen. 
And um, first of all, I want us to read from Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38. Hebrews 10, 38. Have you started bringing your Bibles to church? Have you started bringing your Bibles to church? Okay. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 30. He said, now the just shall live by faith. How many just people are here? Okay, if you are not sure, at the close of the service, I'll give opportunity for those who are, who are not sure they are just to become just. So now the just shall live by faith. So let me see those who live by faith. How many just people are here? Ah, but if you live by faith, you are not just. Then how do you live by faith? <laughs> okay, so, but if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him or her. So, you need to realize that faith is the currency of the Christian. We need to live. Hallelujah. We need to live, and we need to live life properly, and we live by faith. And, um, for, and faith works. Faith works. And there are a lot of things that if we do and we know, it will make our faith to work. And uh, these two weeks or three, we are trying to talk about a few that if we really use them, will help us. Hebrews 11.6 also says, Hebrews 11.6 says that, but Hebrews 11.6, says, but without faith, it is impossible, it is impossible to please him. Without faith, you cannot please God. Hallelujah. And which means, you see, when, when you say without faith, it's important to please God, what it means by the colon is that when you come to God, you must believe that he is. Do you get it? You must believe. So you are entering somebody's room. You are talking to somebody. You must believe that the person is. How many of you have spoken to somebody on phone? And then as you are talking, the person is talking. And you don't believe that it's the person who is talking. Oh, are you sure? And you called me and I'm talking. You don't believe I'm the one talking. Then who is talking? I didn't really understand my question. You thought I was swerving you. You thought I was asking some complex question. You see, so I'm saying, okay, maybe some of it has happened to you before. This kind of exam people. And if it's not a person, you know it's not a person, isn't it? But if you know that it is the person, because when I call my wife and we are talking, I don't see her, but I believe that she's the one I'm talking to. I don't see her. Pinning, 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 pinning. Then she say, hello. I won't say what she'll say next. Then I'll say... Uh, no, no way. <laughs> and then, I, to, I believe that I'm talking to the person. Do you get it? And that's how faith is. You believe. You don't see, but you believe that you are talking to the person. I get what I'm saying. So you must believe that God is. So as you have come here, how many of you believe God is here? If you don't believe God is here, you are not pleasing God this morning. Do you get it? You are not pleasing God this morning. You are in church, good for coming to church, obeying scripture to come, but you are not pleasing God. Because what pleases God is that when you come to him, you must believe that he is. It's as simple as that. Is that not so? 
You must believe that he is. And then you must also believe that he is a rewarder. You must also believe that he is a rewarder of those who diligently, those who seek him. You believe it. And that is faith. So the Bible says that this pleases God. It pleases God. Do you get it? That is faith. It pleases God that I believe that he is there. And then I believe he rewards me as I'm giving offering, as I'm doing my work, as I'm doing all following up converts, bringing people to church as a percentage and everything. I believe he's a rewarder and that he will reward me. That is faith. That means that if you are doing it, you don't have a certain belief that he will reward you. He will reward you. It's not faith. You don't please him. I get what I'm saying. You don't please him. So I mean, I mean if you are pleasing God this morning, now you can say that you are pleasing God. Just re re reset your mind and believe him. Amen. Then let me read another scripture and then we'll go into a few more and as I always preach very short messages and I've, I've finished. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 35. You see, this verse is very, very important because throughout what we are going to talk about, you will see that you will need something like this. He said, cast not away therefore your confidence. Cast not away therefore your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. You know, confidence is very important if you want to walk by faith. You know, you say he has lost confidence. You know, get confidence. You know, so you need boldness and confidence to be able to do certain things. And sometimes certain things can happen in your life that will make you lose confidence in yourself. <laughs> yes, things happen in your life and they make you lose confidence. And as soon as you lose confidence in yourself and especially confidence on the word of God, in the word of God, and you cast away that confidence, that reliance on the word of God, you realize that you begin, your faith stops working, if you like. Your faith stops working. Recently, I was watching a very good team. One of the, um, one of the best teams. But they are not like the best. And they also wear red. But for a long time, they've not been scoring. Last season, they scored a lot of goals. But a long time, they have not been scoring. So the commentator said that even one of them who used to score many goals, he got a ball. He, the, the post, the goal post was empty. There was no keeper. And instead of shooting direct into the post, he passed the ball. He passed the ball because he had just come for an international match and he sported a, a ball playing for. And this and this one, they do, I think this particular one, they wear blue. This one who came from an international match, they wear blue. So, so he passed. It's all scoring. So the commentator said that he has, because of the goal he missed, he has lost confidence in himself. You see, he has lost confidence in himself. And then another person I, I, I heard as they were playing, then they said that he needed to score a goal to restore his confidence. He needed to score a goal to restore his confidence. So no matter how good he is. He needed to boost his confidence. Do you get it? And there are times like that in our lives that things happen to you. You can ask the brothers. Maybe you went to propose to a one sister. 
<laughs> and she bounced you. So you realize that now all your confidence is going. Even when the sisters come, you can't say anything. You've lost confidence. You can't go. The first time you went, you were bounced. So now, you, even though people are saying that you are nice, you are this, you are able, you are that, but you cannot say. The sister has been working with you all this while. You can't open your mouth because there's no confidence. So confidence is very, very, very important. Hallelujah. Being confident in yourself. Hallelujah. So say, cast not therefore away your confidence. And by the time you realize, we finish this message, your confidence is going to come. Hallelujah. You know, there are some of you, that because of what you have heard and all of you don't have confidence, one in yourself. They tell you, Tiwi. You know Tiwi? Um, Tiwi is. Oko school, I mean, 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 I and one month, maybe that you, you, you studied, but just that particular exam, something that you did, since that day, every day. And you know, some of us, me, after school, I, got, I could have done math. <laughs> after school, I read, I could have done math. But I see, the way when you go, they will do this type of math, and you have to pass by all means and all that. I think it put some fear in me. And I told you when I was in Form 3 going to Form 4, I, went to, I was doing science. Because I was good at science. So I was doing science. I did science first term. Second term that without my father's knowledge, I went to arts. And then I became a, a student. But all things were together for good. Amen. Maybe if I've done science, I've, I've done some... <laughs> no. So... So how did I come? Okay, so you need confit. Well, they said a lot of things. Then I said, oh, Charlie, I can't do this thing. What kind of this thing that I did one day somebody went to learn some formula B. Then as we talking, he wrote something on the chain on the on the table. I said, Is this part of what we are going to do? <laughs> he said, Yes, where did you learn it from? All those things. So but I said, look, I can't do this science and all this extra classes and all this. So I just went to do, you see, but if I had not listened to them, probably I've gone on. You see, but I lost confidence in myself, do you see? So sometimes, sometimes the way people, sometimes you be preaching. I remember one day a pastor was preaching, preaching and as he was laying hands on people, people were falling. Oh man, there was a powerful anointing. Then he went to one person. When he laid hands on the person, the person and he said, take it. The brother opened his eyes and asked him, take what? I mean, can you imagine? Francis, take it one. Wow! Take it two. Hey! And the ashes, you are too slow. Then went to this brother, standing there. Take it. Then he opened it. Take what? Then suddenly, all the confidence. Of the, the brother was confused. Nobody received again. Nobody received. He was confused. So confidence, you need confidence. You need, you need to have confidence in the anointing. 
You see, some of you are in the church, but you don't have confidence in your pastor. You have cast, therefore, away your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. You've cast it away because things that you have, you have heard. You, anything you don't have confidence in, don't try. Don't do it. Do you get it? So, because of all the things you have heard, there's no more confidence. Someone, you don't have confidence in yourself because of some of the bad things you have done. Some of the things you have done, some things that you have done doesn't give you confidence to do things. So this message is for all of us. Is that not so? All of us are going to be blessed. Amen. So the condition that of faith that I've noted, just three, which are interlinked, which are interlinked, are what? What do you think? Confession, boldness, and a good relationship with God. Confession, boldness, and a good relationship with God. So I'm going to start where it starts from. Romans chapter 10, verse 8, following. Romans 10, 8, following. I think it should be a bit, a bit faster and reach it. So it says that, but what saith it? But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. The word of faith which we preach. Semicolon. That if, <coughs> that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, if thou shalt do what? If thou shalt do what? Confess. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and thou shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him, God had raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Amen. So you confess, isn't it? You confess something, what you believe. For the verse 10 says, for with the, with the, for with the heart, man believed unto righteousness with a heart man believed unto righteousness righteousness also means um, justified justification man is made just you get it man is made just and righteousness means that you have a right standing you have a right standing with god you are made right you are made right and then with the mouth confession Confession is made unto salvation. With a mouth, what is made? What is made? Confession. Say confession. Say confession. It's made unto salvation. Hallelujah. So, you see that confessing what you believe is what is needed in the first place. Even to be a Christian. 
So when you, see, when you hear anybody who says, I don't believe in this confession, confessing, confessing, it means the person cannot be, is not born again. Because you need first to confess. You need to confess. Confess what? You, you see, it's not talking about confessing your sins. Though. Have you seen confessing your sins there? He said, confess that if you can say verse 9, if you go to verse 9, for if, if thou shalt say, believe in the heart of the Lord that and God has raised him from the dead and shall confess, yes, if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and you believe in your heart that Christ has risen for that, you shall be saved. You shall be saved. And with the, with the, with the heart, you believe unto righteousness. You believe. And then with the mouth, confession is made. So if anybody comes and tells them, look, you know, you need to confess your, yes, you have to confess your sins, but sometimes like, confess all your sins. How can you remember your sins? All your sins. All your sins. Pastor Nathan, all your sins. There are some you've forgotten about them, is that not so? I mean, some of them. You've forgotten about them. All your sins. You know, there are some people who say that if you, are, if you want to be born again properly, you have to confess. I, I'm talking about being born again, at the point of being born again. Because we are going to talk about levels of confessions. Do you get it? But this is the first, the first thing that brings you into relationship with God. Because the conditions for your faith working includes a good relationship with God. Includes a good relationship with God. Do you get it? So at a certain point, as a, as a person who is not born again, you need to confess. Confess that Jesus is Lord. Confess that Jesus is Lord because he is the one who has paid the price. So by believing in the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ and confessing him, I'm accepting all that he has done for me. And when I accept it, then I believe that my sins are forgiven. It's as simple as that. After I've done that, then I believe. Do you get it? And you will see that this will now go into boldness and confidence. It will now go to bold. Because many people are walking these days as Christians. They are not bold. They can't operate their faith. And this morning I was praying for some people. And then what I wanted to ask, I paused. And then I told myself, why am I not bold? I said, why am I not mentioning the thing directly? Why am I going round, 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 round? You see? Then I said, no. The Bible says. Then I said it. Confidence became. Boldness came. And I said it. Do you get it? But we have so many people walking around these days who, are not, who don't have confidence, who are not bold. So when we come to church and we are saying certain things, let's all say it together. They say it, but you see, uh, there's some feeling that the thing is not. The thing is still there. Are you getting it? So when you accept Jesus Christ as Lord, it means, and you believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. It means you are accepting all the work that God has done for your sins. That's what it means. All the work God has done for your sins. And as soon as you accept it, your sins are forgiven. Your sins are forgiven. Let me read Hebrews chapter 4 verse 14. 
let us hold fast to our oh please are you reading with me let us hold fast to our which means confession the same as what confession let us hold fast to our confession Fifthly, for, for we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities but was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin verse 16 let us therefore come boldly let us therefore come what onto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in our time of need now it means that if you are not bold you can't come and what makes you bold what makes you bold? As a person, you are going to God. What makes you bold? What makes you bold is not anything that you have done. It's not anything that you have done. Are you getting what I'm saying? What makes you bold does not include the things you think you have done. What makes you bold is that the Bible says that I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus because I have made him the Lord of my life. That is what makes me bold. And by so doing, he has watched me. Makes me bold. First boldness. And this is the foundation of all boldness. Mother of all boldness. If this foundation is not properly firmed, then you cannot build on any, any, any other boldness again. The foundation that your sins are forgiven. All your sins. Not some. All your sins. Some of you, when you get born again, you remember some of the sins. And you calculate, okay, these ones have been forgiven. This one, maybe after two years of hard work. Hard work and labor. This other sin will be forgiven. But all your sins are forgiven. Hallelujah. That is why you need, you can go boldly. Boldly. You know, and there are some people, you know, somebody said, if I come to your church, if I look at my life, and uh, I think I can feel it. If I come into, if I come, if I look into my life, and I come to your church, I'll say I'm better than most of the people in the church. You know, based on good works. Based on the person's good works. So if, if I look at the things I do for mankind and humankind and, and I compare myself to some of the people in your church, I think I am better than them. I think I'm better than them. Do you get it? But we don't think we are better than anybody. We know. We know that by the finished work of Jesus Christ, we don't think. We know. We know that we are saved we are washed by the blood of jesus not by good works not by good works at all your good works are compared is compared to a filthy rag all that you are attempting to do to look good 
it makes you rather look filthy. Are you getting what I'm saying? So when you confess Jesus as Lord, you are accepting the Lordship of Jesus. You are accepting. And then because, you see, you believe something in your heart too, that God has raised him for them. What does he mean? It means you have accepted the work on the cross of Calvary. You have accepted it. Are you getting me? And then when God forgives you your sins, he really forgives you. Yeah. He really, really, really does. I mean, somebody said, you know what? I don't feel that God has forgiven me. I don't feel. We don't, we don't, you see, that's, that's one thing about faith. Faith is not by feeling. Faith is not by what you feel. Faith is believing what God has said and accept it whether you feel it or not. You accept it. You accept it. That's why you can see somebody, he can confess Jesus 48 times in a day. Uh, you see, I'm talking about confession of yourself as a, an unbeliever. Because we come to confession of Jesus as a Christian. Don't confuse the two. The first confession that you, are, you have to now be born again. I'm saying that when you confess, believe. Believe that your sins are washed away. Hallelujah. And there is no need. There's no need. He's saying, and believing and knowing is different from accepting. Do you know that? Believing and knowing is different from accepting. Yeah. Because some people, many, don't many people know Jesus as Lord. I mean, not you know, they know Jesus. Many people who have done history, they know Jesus. As somebody was asked whether he knows, they say, yeah, he knows Jesus just as he knows George Washington. Because he, has, he knows him as a historical person. Do you get it? He knows, but he has not accepted. You see, but you must accept the person into your heart. You must take the thing. So knowing is different from accepting. Even the devil knows that Jesus is Lord. The Bible says he trembles. Even the devil believes that Jesus is Lord. He trembles. But the difference between you and the devil or other person, another person who knows Christ is that you have accepted him by faith and you, you believe it. You believe it that he is your Lord. That's the difference. Are you getting me? Are you sure? So, learn to accept it and forgive yourself and forget about your sins. As soon as you are born again, even if you did it last day and you, commit, you came to church today, you got born again today, the day you got born again, that face, at that point, all your sins to that point, God forgave you. Yeah. Oh, it's a good place to put your hands to, to, to regain your confidence today. So you need to confess it. Hallelujah. You need to confess that Jesus is Lord. Let's, let's go to Hebrews chapter 10, 1 to 4. We'll come back again, but let's go to Hebrews chapter 10, 1 to 4. He said, for the law... For the law, having a shadow of good things to come. For the law, having a shadow of good things to come. And not the very image of the things. Can never with those sacrifices 
which they offered year by year continually, make the comers thereunto perfect. This King James made the comers, that's those who come to make sacrifice. It doesn't make them perfect. The next verse, too. For then would they not have ceased to be offered? For then would they not have ceased to be offered? Because that, because that the worshippers once pegged should have had no more conscience of sin. Should have had no more conscience of sin. The next verse. But in those sacrifices, there is a remembrance again of sins every year. There is a remembrance again of sins. Then the next verse. But it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats should take away sins. It is not possible. But let's jump to verse 14. Let's jump to verse 14. Verse 14. It says, For by one offering, now we are coming to this, our believing in Jesus Christ. Say, For by one offering, he hath perfected forever them that are sanctified. Hallelujah. He had done what? Perfected forever them that are sanctified. Let's go to the next verse. Whereof the Holy Ghost also is a witness to us. For after he had said before, this is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws into their hearts and in their minds and I will write them. Next verse. Listen. And what, what does it say? And their sins and iniquities. Will I do what? And their sins and iniquities. Will I do what? Remember no more. Hallelujah. Their sins and iniquities. Will I remember no more? Meanwhile, the first one, he says that you will remember. But this one said that I will remember no more. Let's go to the next verse. Now, where remission of where remission of this is, there's no more offering for sin. Do you get it? Where remission of this is, there's no more offering for sin. I tell you, where I've accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and personal Savior, there's no more coming back again to say that you accept me as a, a, a whatever. Let's go to the next verse. Having therefore, brethren, boldness. Say, having therefore what? Boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. Now, if you, are, if you know how the uh, priesthood worship was, the worship in those days was, how the priest would enter the Holy of Holies and everything, you understand this verse well. And go and, go and try and Google it. Having therefore, uh, learn it. Having therefore boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way. We have a new life, isn't it? I got a new way of living. By a new and living way, which he had consecrated for us through the veil, that is to say, his flesh. That is to say, his flesh. Next verse. And having an high priest over the house of God. Next verse. Listen. 
let us draw near with a true heart. In what? In what? In what? Full assurance of faith. Full assurance of faith. Having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure blood. Hallelujah. Full what? Conscience, confidence. Hallelujah. Next verse. Ha. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without what? Wavering. Let us hold fast the confession of our faith without wavering. Hallelujah. So we have full confidence that this new way, this new covenant, this blood that has washed us, has redeemed us forever. And we are washed by the blood of Jesus. Our sins are forgiven. And then Bible says he remembers it no more. He remembers no more. I mean, how come you are going to do deliverance and somebody will give you a form? Then you are, he's telling Write down all the sins you have committed and include the abortion you committed before you gave your life to Jesus. My friend, the Bible says that he remembers it no more. You see, you can't clap because you are so. You are so. This particular abortion, I need to confess it differently. You see, you see, I'm not, I'm just telling you that it takes away some confidence. It takes away some boldness. If you don't know that it has been forgiven. Because God needs you to be bold. He needs you to approach it with some confidence. And that is when faith works. That is when faith works. Hallelujah. So after you are born again, don't let anybody now start reminding you of things that God has forgiven you. Don't let anyone call back your past. Don't allow it. Don't allow it. When you are praying and you say that you remember certain things because you are always being reminded of it, you can't even go to God. Meanwhile, he said, when you gave your life to Christ, he forgave you all your sins. All. Including what? That particular one that you have not told anybody. You, 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 you see, and because you see, because you have not told anybody, and please let us not make doctrine of this confess your sins one to another. Let us not make doctrines of it. It is not included in my salvation. My salvation is to my salvation is to accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and person. There is a place for it, but let us not make a doctrine out of this. That because I've not confessed my sins to you one another, I cannot be forgiven. No, why? I, did you die for me? When, when, when did you die for me? Hey. But that one will come. But I'm just saying that in this one, do you get it? You didn't die for me. And, and no, because I feel that you need confidence. You see, many of us, there are so many that we can assess, but we don't have confidence. Bible says in Romans 8.1, there's therefore now no condemnation. Do you know what condemnation does? It makes you lose confidence. That's what the Bible called the devil the accuser. 
of the brethren. Anytime you want to approach God, then he will bring something to your mind and you cannot now go. You can't do what you want to do. It slows you down. You can't ask for the job. You can't boldly say that I am a child of God and I, your, your children must... I won't say mamu ye. Your children must live. You can't say it. Because you always have the picture of your past sins. Somebody is asking you, have you, you see, when you fall sick, you know, they come ask, have you committed, have, did you confess all your sins? Did you confess all your sins? Which will come in at a point to bring your, as a point of your condition. But I'm saying that the, the point of getting born again and building your faith your boldness and your confidence and please you are more than you think you are more than you think you should be out of where you are and it starts from here it starts from this born again thing if the foundation is wrong you can't build on anything if the foundation this born again thing it starts from the one until you're able to accept accept and when I accepted honestly, I don't care what you think, but you can say what you want. But after I accepted Jesus Christ, for me, I know all my sins are forgiven. I mean, I don't care what you think. I don't know when you died for me. I don't know when you died for me that you are now coming to tell me all those things. I don't know when you died for me. If you were able to show me when you died for me, and I then look at the blood, I said, the blood is accepted for sacrifice. But not all blood. We don't know how you came about for your blood to be accepted. Tempted in all ways and yet without sin. That is the blood that was accepted for my sacrifice. Tempted in all ways. So maybe you, you took blood. But when you were tempted in all ways, did you compromise? So your blood doesn't qualify. But the blood that bought me. Hey pure, washed away. That's the one way. See, that's the only time they mention what can wash. I think the key is wrong, again. Eh? What can wash away my sins? Nothing. Anytime I hear that, that thing, I become happy. It reminds me of the blood. That is what has done it for me. Amen. So, should I read another verse? Hebrews chapter 8. Confidence. So you need confidence after you are born again. I mean, to, when you are born again, believe that your sins are forgiven. God has washed you. You know, this type of your, the curses in your family, and I believe in all those things, but also believe that if the Son therefore shall set you free, you shall be free indeed. And from that time, you can chase me, but you won't get me. You can chase me. But you get me. There's a place. There's a place for care that you have to have respect for. That's that, that that is there. But I'm saying that your confidence must not be diluted or come down because of certain things. Because I, when I got born again, not when my grandfather born again. When I got born again, I was saved. And Bible said, He made me. He, he, he shall make you. He says, If the Son therefore shall make you free, 
you shall be free. Indeed. It's as simple as that. I've not gone back looking for any witch or any whatever they did in the family. That's up to them. I may do that for them to break somewhere, but for me, I am saved. Because Jesus is the Lord of my life. Jesus, and we shall come to see when you say Jesus is the Lord of your life, what does it mean? Amen. But we will not, we'll not be able to say all today. Hebrews chapter 8. Hebrews chapter 8. Ha. Huh. Don't have any consciousness of sin when Christ has delivered you. Faith. Believe it. Believe that there's nothing like that. Hebrews 8, 6 to 10. Maybe read this. But now, had he obtained, Hebrews chapter 8, verse 6. But now, had he obtained a more excellent ministry, by how much also he is the mediator of a better covenant, which was established upon a better promise. Wow. Better promise, crazy. It is not the promise of this Old Testament, these coats and blood. No, no, no. This one is a better promise. Amen. Mediator of a better covenant, which was established upon better promises. The next one. For if that the first covenant had been faultless, then should no place have been sought for the second. This, this is simple. Is also? If the first was okay, then there wouldn't have been any need for a second. You guys, but because the first one was not sufficient enough to cleanse us from the consciousness of sin and to make us bold. Because look, in those days, for the priest even to enter the Holy of Holies, eh, hmm, then they would tie some bells by the garment so that just in case the, the bell stops making noise, then my movement has ceased. He movement says he has been struck down. And then they will pull him from the place. You get it. But this one, that was the first one. Oh. But this one, if the first one had been faultless, uh, let's go to the next verse. For finding fault with them, he saith, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Hallelujah. The next verse. Not according, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt because they continued not in my covenant and I regard them also not, said the Lord. Let's go to the next verse. Verse what? Verse 10. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, said the Lord. I will put my laws into their minds. I'll put my laws into their minds and write them in their hearts. And I will write, I will be to them a God. And they shall be to me a people. Hallelujah. I'll be to them what? And they shall be to me what? And who are those people? We are the people now. We are the people now. Hallelujah. Then the next verse. And they shall not teach every man his neighbor. 
and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for all shall know me from the least to the greatest. Last verse 12, my favorite. He says, For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness. That's a, that's a new covenant, a better covenant. Is that not so? For I will do what? I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their iniquity will I their sins and their iniquities will I will I remember no more so who is that person who is always asking you about the, your past sins who is that person who is always telling you about your reminding you about your past sins it must only be the devil why so that your confidence to approach God your confidence to approach God will be taken away. And you can't do anything. Hallelujah. I've seen people have lost confidence in themselves before. Even musicians. So when they lose confidence, they are singing. Because somebody who could sing so well, suddenly the keys will be passing left, right, center. Because maybe the last time I sang, it didn't, it didn't go well. So as I went to hold the mic, suddenly I start shaking. No confidence. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, believe it. You need it for your faith to work. You need to accept that when you give your life to Jesus, God forgave you of all your sins. And he says, he remembers it no more. He remembers it no more. If in the course of your Christian life you're having some chronic problems and somebody wants to see your past to whatever, that may be a different matter altogether. But he doesn't remember it. He doesn't remember it. God has no archives. Everything is clear. And then it makes you bold. How many of you have started, have started praying before and sometimes you remember certain things and you stop? Oh. And the kids of ready, how he knows how to do it, he whispers in your ears, as you are praying, Shabbat! Especially you are in church singing. I forgot some of the holy songs. Singing. And then he comes and whispers, Have you forgotten? Hey. Suddenly, all your confidence, you, get, you, get, you take yourself right from the presence of God to the outer court. Oh. But faith doesn't operate that way. Believe it. This is where it starts. If it doesn't start well, you cannot build upon it. If it doesn't, that's why we have something called assurance of salvation. Being assured that I am born again. Do you get it? And then when I become born again, now that I've established a relationship with God by being born again, see, when you are born again, your sin is only one. When you are an unbeliever, your sin is only one. You know your sin. Your sin is not accepting Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. That is your sin. Your sin is not fornication when you are not born again. Your sin is not adultery. Your sin is not gossip. Your sin is not stealing. Stealing. Your sin is that you have rejected Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. So the first step to take to have a relationship with God, to have your sins forgiven, and your sin, you see, somebody said, I haven't sinned before, so why must I accept Jesus? You get it. 
That's why I say, you see, your sin is not a fornication. Fornication is a manifestation of the sin nature in you. You see, you know you can have malaria parasite and yet not manifest the, the symptoms. It doesn't mean it's not there. Go and have coronavirus. You go and do the test and realize that not knowing that you were positive. As you're walking up and down like that. You were positive. But the, the symptoms of death, they didn't come. They say you are asymptomatic. But it didn't mean that you were not, you didn't have the virus. So some may manifest it in a certain way. Like fornication. Some will manifest a virus of fornication in a, in a wilder way. Something in a mild way. Something may be asymptomatic of the sin nature. But it doesn't mean that it is not there. But in sin, where was I conceived? In sin, in iniquity, you came out. Was, was I brought forth? So the sin is not fornication. The sin, the sin is you have rejected God as your Lord. Jesus as your Lord. So when you now accept Jesus as your Lord, then that sin of disobedience is forgiven. It's forgiven. That's why you are, you, are, you are brand new. Amen. See a robber. So one of these, when you say, how many virgins are in the church? I even raise my hand. I even raise my hand. But don't, you can raise your hand in church. But when you are, the rare person is asking you, Tell the twins, but it's under the blood. Amen. Yes. So the sin is that thing. And when you, I'm telling you that we are talking about faith. We are talking about faith. But when it starts, and if, if, the, if the beginning is wrong foundation, you can't, start, you can't even operate it. Are you getting it? Wonderful. So you have to believe it. That Christ has forgiven you. Your sins are under the blood. Amen. It will make you operate properly. Walk properly by faith. Accept the finished work on the cross of Calvary. Accept it. Don't just celebrate Easter. Accept what he did as well. Don't just celebrate Easter. Accept what he did as well. That is confession. Now you also notice, I'm just introducing this part, there may be next week. You also note that when you become born again, there is still confession. So let's just quickly go here, and then I promise you I'll read it, and next we'll continue. First John chapter 1, verse 3. Follow him. First John chapter 1, verse 3. Follow him. That which we have seen and heard and declare we unto you, that ye also may have fellowship with us. You also may have fellowship with us. And truly, our fellowship is with the Father and with the Son, Jesus Christ. So he's talking about fellowship, isn't it? And I said the conditions include fellowship, relationship with God. And said, truly, our, our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. So he's talking about fellowship. Then you go to the next verse. And these things write we unto you, 
that your joy may be full. The things I'm going to talk about, he's writing to you so that your joy will be full. Because see, if you don't have confidence, your joy will not be full. You always be walking, you don't know what is happening, you don't know what is going to happen, you don't know whether this is right, you don't know whether this is wrong, you don't know whether you are in it or you are out, you don't know, my friend, Bible said, a double-minded person is unstable. Know where you stand. Hallelujah. And then the next verse. This then is the message which we have heard of him. This is the message we have heard of him. And declare unto you that God is light. And in him is no darkness at all. Now darkness stands for every work of darkness. Everything that the devil stands for. God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. Next verse. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. If we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and the truth and do not the truth. The next verse. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus cleanses, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. You see, listen, say, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus washes us from our sins. You let's finish. Then I'll, I'll say what I want to say. We'll close. The next verse. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. Who is he talking to? Let's see who he's talking to. Go to the next verse. If we confess our sins, here again, confess. If you confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. You see, here he's talking about sins. But when you go to, let's, let's go to John 1, 29. John 1, 29. We'll come back here. We'll go to John 1, 29. It says, Behold the Son of God, John 1, 29. We take it away the sin of this world. John 1, 29. Well, he has to go off before he comes on. John 1, 29. The next day, John seeth Jesus coming unto him and saith, Behold the lamp of God, we take it away what? What? There. There. Does it have an S? He said, The sin. The sin of this world. Then when you go to First John, as we let's go back to First John, it's talking about sins. So you see that an unbeliever has only one sin, but believers have sins. <laughs> unbeliever has only what? What is the sin? The sin of not accepting Jesus Christ into no no all. Oh, the sin is summed into one. 
you are an unbeliever. Do you get it? But you the believer. Now you are a believer. So that thing, when you do one, is one sin. When you do two sins, when you do three, three sins, now we can count. Do you get it? So where John, So if you confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let's finish the reading. If we say, we are going to do two verse one. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. Next verse. My little children, who can call someone who is not his child, his child? So my little children, these things write unto you. This means that he was talking to believers. See, the first confession of sin was to unbelievers in Romans 10, 9 and 10. It's to unbelievers. Now, this confession of sin is to talking to believers. Believers. So now we have come to those who are born again. And, say, and it's believers that he has, he's talking to that if you say you have no sin, you are a liar. He's talking to believers. If you say you have no sin, you are a liar. My little children, this things write I unto you that you sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate. We have what? An advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. Verse 2. And he is the propitiation for our sins. Not only ours. Not only ours. So what I want to do is that he is talking to believers. He's talking to believers. And for the sins of the world, he's talking to believers. So as believers, after you have been born again, you get it, you can find yourself in sin. You can find yourself in sin. And that itself can break your confidence. But this scripture has given you a way out again. That when you find yourself in sin, there is also a provision to come out of that sin. Because there's no need to be a believer and have a sin. And then because of that sin, you condemn yourself forever. You condemn yourself forever. You know, I know one brother who was a very, very wild believer. Very holy. He believes in holiness, which is very good. Holiness without which no one can see God. Believe in holiness. Then he committed, one day committed one sin. Then he committed suicide. Yes. <laughs> committed. <laughs> committed suicide. Hey! Why? Where is your confidence? There's no way Bible has said that. You see, and I'm not surprised that especially in the NIV, I think the First John 1. He said, I'm not writing this for you to go and sin. But if we sin, we have an advocate. See, because even as I'm preaching, somebody may say, hey, is he going to say that the church people go and sin? I get what I'm saying. And even some of you are saying, oh, yeah. Freedom is mine. <laughs> you know? That's why he had to be cautious. To, I, I, mean, I think God didn't even ask him to do that. But he was too afraid. That's why he added, I am not asking, writing this for you to go and sin. If you can put the NIV there, I'm not writing this for you to go and sin. But if we sin, you get it. 
So, some of you believers, since ah, my dear children, I write this to you so that you will not sin. Do you get it? But if anybody does sin, but if anybody does what? Sin. Does it include you? The church is finished. Obviously not you. If anybody does what? Sin. We have an advocate. Now, I'm not saying this. I'm saying this in relation to confidence and boldness. You get it. In relation to confidence and boldness and how your faith can work. You get it. So, you need to believe God to be able... Okay, so let me just end by saying that. So, there's a difference between believers' sin and then the unbelievers too, if he does sin. You get it. Then you have an advocate. So, it will help you. You get it. It will help you to come out of that condemnation. It will help you to come out of that whatever load so you can come out in the open. And then by the grace of... see. Anytime you're able to get yourself out of a certain and have a certain mind, you're even able to free yourself from that sin. Actually, that's how it is. Yeah. You're even able to free yourself from that sin. So God willing, next week, we are going to talk about what? Con- confession, boldness, and relationship with God. That will help your faith. You get it? To be able to go to God boldly. Boldly. Because this is, I don't see faith. I don't see faith. Faith is standing to declare your problems have shared too much. It has shared too much. And you've been using strength to solve those problems. Whereas God has been waiting for you to solve it. All because you think you don't deserve. Something is condemning you. You know, if you see anybody... He goes to somebody, you know, one day somebody went to a pastor. He told the pastor, please, I want you to pray for me too. I want you to pray for me. Then the pastor asked him, what do you want you to pray for you about? He said, so that, I'll re- so that I'll feel that I'm forgiven. So the pastor, what happened? He said, well, my husband did something. I got very, very angry. So me too, I used my tongue to lash him. Yeah, I gave it to him. I used my tongue to beat him. You know, some people, they can beat you with their tongue. Eh? You, know, you see that even if you have strength, your blow means nothing. And then when she went to bed, she felt sorry. Because the following day, she was going to teach in the understanding campaign. Or the, um, but this one is the kids' school, Sunday school. So she felt sorry. Then in the morning, she asked the f- husband, darling, forgive me. Then darling said, oh, what, is, what, what for? And so what I did last night, I said, oh, no, no, you didn't do anything, it was my fault. So I've forgiven you. You didn't do anything, it was my fault, so I've forgiven you. So darling, forgive her. Now she came to church. She's asking the pastor to for- pray to God, forgive her. So the pastor asked her, so do you believe it when your darling said I've forgiven you? She said yes. So how can you don't believe it when God says I've forgiven you? Do you, do you see? Darling says I've forgiven you. That's why you have believed. 
But God also says, even darling can even remember. God says, I don't even remember your sins no more. Darling can remember. But God says, I don't remember your sins no more. No more. But she couldn't. So many of us are working with baggages. Sometimes you look at somebody, you see somebody, you think, oh, maybe you did something against a person. And then the person has, but the person has even forgotten. You have to learn to accept the forgiveness of God. It is one of your surest key to operating in faith. Hallelujah. Do you believe what God has told you this morning? One, you see, if upset now, you are a Christian, you are committed anything, you have confessed, you are still thinking about it. I want to surely tell you, it's not God who is telling you. No. No. Is the accuser of the brethren who is still reminding you. But as for God, the very day you confessed, it's just like when you told Daniel, the first day you prayed, I heard and I answered. Like we said to the very day you confessed from your heart, from your heart, he forgave you. So if you are thinking about it, if it is worrying you, that it's not, he's not the one bringing it. He's not the one bringing it at all. You have to learn to accept the forgiveness and believe God by faith. Say by faith, by faith that you are free. You are washed by the blood of Jesus. Put your hands together for Jesus. And let's stand to our feet. So next we will get to know that we Christians must also confess our sins. We Christians must also confess our sins. Amen. Father, we thank you for this service. To give us boldness and confidence as your children to approach you anytime we have to come to your presence. Because you want your children to come to you. You want to have fellowship with us. That is why Jesus came to die for us. So why must we let anything stand between us and our fellowship with you? Why must we? So I pray that, and I thank you for coming our way this morning to give us boldness to approach you and to operate our faith in the name of Jesus. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Every head bowed, every eye closed. You want to say, Pastor, my friend invited me. I came to church on my own. But deep, deep down in my heart, I am not saved. I am not born again. I have the sin of the world in my heart and in my life. And I want Jesus, I want to accept Jesus as the Lord of my life. So that, that sin will be taken away. So pastor, pray for me to accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and personal Savior. Maybe you have even been here before. Or this is your first time of coming. But I want to say, pastor, pray for me. So that I will take Jesus into my heart as my Lord and personal Savior. Every eye closed, every head bowed. You want me to pray for you to give your life to Jesus. For him to forgive you of your sins. Lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. God bless you. Lift it up high. Up, up high. Up, up high. Every eye closed. Up, up high. God bless all of you whose hands are up. Up, up, up high. God bless all of you whose hands are up. Now if your hand is up, I want you to quickly take your book, take your phone, take your everything you came with. 
and walk right to me to the front here and ashes and those around them help them to come ashes and those around them help them to come just walk to me for wherever you are god bless you put your hands together for them as they come you want to say pray for me pray for me for me to receive forgiveness of this sin and to take jesus as lord into my life make him the lord of my life god bless you god bless you god bless you just come 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 god bless you so shall just spread them god bless come come put your hands together for them you want to say pastor pray for me i want to give my life to jesus i want to be born again i want god to forgive me of this sin and make me his child come put your hands together for them as they come god bless you 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 all these ones have been invited if you are here and invited any of these ones you are here you invited any of these ones standing here you may not be able to see them but you invited any of these ones standing here you are here come and stand quickly behind them come and stand quickly behind them. you invited any of these ones if you invited five you can stand claim all the five god bless you and we shall know those who came on their own invited any of these ones here come and stand behind them god bless you you've made heavens rejoice today and you shall rejoice this week you shall rejoice you invite somebody or you are coming you invite no stand behind oh no she's giving her life to christ okay okay so the rest of you how did you come okay i'm get get me how they came hmm? get me how they came so if you invited any of these ones please as soon as we close the service they will be in the understanding campaign hall kindly go and identify the person invited and write your name before the person will be allowed to leave so if you don't go I so kindly as soon as we we, we close kindly go there write your name for the person you brought because of covid otherwise i would have given the shift to write because of covid we are limited we cannot exchange sheets in church so that's why we are not doing that so those of you who invited them god bless you put your hands together for those who invited them so now let's say this prayer together say dear lord jesus i thank you for today I believe in my heart that Jesus Christ came to die for my sins, was buried, and he rose again on the third day. I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. And from today, I make Jesus the Lord of my life. I accept him. I accept him as the Lord of my life. As the Lord Thank of you, my Lord life. Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. For accept, accepting me too. For accepting me too. As your child. As your child. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' Amen. name. Amen. Amen. So those in front will go and those who brought them kindly, you may take your seat, then you come. But before you go, hold on a bit. Before you go, hold on a bit. If today is your first time of coming here, you are a visitor. Today is your first time of coming here. Can you give me a wave? This is your very, very first time of coming here. You are in a congregation. Very, very, oh, wow. Why don't you put your hands together for them? Please keep your hands up. Let me see. Wonderful. We want to give you to a very powerful, wonderful welcome. So can you also take your bags, your 
phones, your everything, and come to you'll be a second, make a second layer for us. Kindly put, put your hands together for them as they come. Today is your first time somebody invited and you came. Oh, why don't you put your hands together? Uh, yes, please keep coming. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. If anybody was standing by you who raised a hand, help the person to come. Sometimes they are a bit shy. God bless you. God bless all of you. Wonderful. So our guests and our new converts, kindly follow Lady Pastor Amma. Um, we have another pastor, the rare Pastor Sam. They will take you to a very nice place. They will talk to you. And then those who brought you come to you and you all go home together. So God bless you. Put your hands together for them as they go. The rest of you may take your seats. Wow. How many of you have been blessed today? Wonderful. So confess Jesus as Lord. Confess your sins. Amen. Okay, we want to quickly take our first and best and our tithe. You came to church with your first and best or your tithe. You came to church with your first and best or your tithe. Can you, if you can share your tithe or first, can you give me a wave? Your, t- your tithe and best. How many of you have collected my tithe envelopes that you have not brought? The December one, the January one, the February one. Please, make sure you bring it. But if you came to church with your first and best or your tithe, can you stand to your feet? Let me pray for you. You came to church with your first and best or your tithe. Kindly stand to your feet. Let me pray for you. Father, I want to thank you for all these ones who are honoring you with their first and best and their tithe. They are taking your word seriously. And I know you also be serious for them. You will be serious in their finances. You will be serious in opening the windows of heaven for them and consistent for them as they also become consistent in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We thank you and we give you praise. Amen. So if you want to come and put it here, you can put it here. If you want to give by Momo, those of you watching online, you have to give your tithe and your first and best. You can give by what is on the screen or you can also come and put it in the offering. Um, and Bishop David is going to give you your envelope for next month. So when you put in your tithe, don't go and sit down. Receive your envelope, especially those of you who come physical. Receive your envelope for next month. Um, um, can, you, can you help with another envelope here for those who are here? If you came, collect your envelope for next month, God bless you. If you have tight card, put it in the envelope, put it in the card and write in it and bring it. Make sure you, 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 you label it well with your index number, your name. If it's your first time, we need to acknowledge it so we can add your telephone number and God will bless you. Amen. Good. Last week we took some, are we, are we okay? Last week we gave us some envelopes. If any of you brought any of your envelopes, I mean I brought your envelopes, you can give me a wave. Wonderful. You can come and put it in the basket. God bless you. Come put it in the basket. Those who pledged and have brought any of your pledges, come and put it in the basket. And may God remember you. Any pledge, promise God has made concerning you in the Bible, may he remember to fulfill it. As you pledge and you have fulfilled it, receive the blessing of fulfillment of blessing, better promises, better promises. If somebody, anybody has promised you anything and the person is holding it back, 
May it be released in the name of the Lord Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Some of you, some people have promised you so many things. I hope you labeled it well. Some people have promised you so many things and they are not fulfilling it. But after you have fulfilled your promise to God, God is going to fulfill his promises in your life. Amen. The mask, are you here? The mask is going to give us a song for our second offering. So, this is going to be a mass class. We are going to be a mass offering. So, I need you to take a very good offering. Very, very good offering. Everybody, every including instrumentalist, everybody, take a very, very good offering. A very, very, look, the word that you have heard is boosted your faith. So, now stand on that faith. Be confident that as you sow, Today is the day that you are one of the days that you are sowing, and you are you are so confident that God is going to bless you. Take a good seed, confident confidence boosting offering. Take it. If you are giving by Mumu, can give. If you are giving by whatever online, whatever, make sure you give a good offering. Radio, wherever you are, give a good offering, and then we pray over it. The masks who are going to sing will come and put in their offering first to come on stage, and the rest will now come and put in the offering. So let's pray. Lift up your offering. Let's provide it. Thank you, Father, for this opportunity to give to you in the name of the Lord Jesus. We know we have given to support the kingdom, and every support we also need in our lives, we know we shall receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Wonderful. So, masqua, mega masqua. Put in your offering first and come on stage. Mega Masqua, put in your offering first and come on stage. If you are mask. But put in your offering. If you give by phone, how can we know you give by phone? We accept it like that. Then when they start singing, the rest of us can come and put in your offering. So don't forget and put your offering back home.
cross. Thank you, Jesus, for forgiving us once and for all. Once and for all. Once and for all. Amazing love. Amazing love. Amazing love. Hallelujah. 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 not clapping. I don't know what is wrong. Powerful. Hallelujah. Powerful. I think you can do it better for the mass choir. The powerful choir in the house. Praise the Lord. I think we would like to see more of such things. I don't know if you want them to come back again next week Sunday. Great. So next week, the mass choir is coming back. Hallelujah. And do you want to know the director of the mass choir? The director of the mass choir is our own bishop. Bishop Ishmaelsa. Give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. He's not only a good preacher. He's a good singer and a good music director. What a church. Give another a shot. So after service, make sure you stay behind for your rehearsal for next week. Is it powerful? That one there, you are quiet. <laughs> Those of you who didn't come last week or you didn't come on stage today, make sure you stay behind for the powerful rehearsal. It's not going to be easy. Amen. And if you want to join the mass, the choir, you are also welcome. Ask your neighbor, what do you do in church? You look like a diplomat. You come and you go. You come and you go. You better join the choir now. Hallelujah. So tell your neighbor, I'm going to see you on stage next week. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Powerful word. From our bishop as well, we've been fed so much as he was reading. This is pure biblical revelations. Hallelujah. From the word of God. Amen. Three important conditions for faith. Confession, boldness, and a good relationship with God. I can't wait for next week. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Bishop, for such a word. And um, you've taught us to be confident. You know, faith, as Bishop was preaching, trying to learn that, we are learning, we learned that faith begins from your confidence in the fact that your sins have been forgiven. Hallelujah. That is where faith begins. Amen. If you confess your sins, you have been forgiven. So, Forget about those past sins. You are a new creation in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. This song was ringing in my head. I am a new creation. No more in condemnation. Here in the grace of God I stand. 
I am a new creation, no more in condemnation. Here in the grace of God I stand. You are no more condemned. My heart is overflowing. My joy just keeps on growing. Here in the grace of God I stand. Oh, and I will praise you, Lord. My father is a music director, so that is lovely enough for me, you know. No more carry that burden. Here in the grace of God you stand. May you go home having the confidence that your sins have been washed away. You are no more under condemnation. They used to know you as a liar, as a fornicator, as a stealer. <laughs> Hallelujah. As a thief. As a 419 person. But from today, you sh- may you know that those things are in the past. You are a new creation. Satan can no more come to you and tell you that you are a bad person because the blood of Jesus has washed away your sins. Next time you are going before God, come before him boldly as a purchased son of God with the blood of Jesus Christ. Put your hands together for Jesus. From today, may your prayers be with confidence. Ask things from God like, a, like an authentic child. Hallelujah. Like a legal son, child of God. Praise God. Thank you so much, Bishop. We are blessed today. We cannot wait for next week. I don't know. If you miss next week, then you are going to miss something great. Praise the Lord. Put your hands together for the Lord and stand to your feet. What a church. God bless you for watching us live on Facebook and listening to us on radio. Next week, we are coming back with power from the word of God. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, neighbor, I am blessed. I am a child of God. No more under condemnation. I'm therefore going boldly before the throne of grace. My sins in the past have been washed away. Today, I'm beginning a new life in Christ Jesus. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus, the love of God, the communion, fellowship, contribution, participation, sweet influences of the Holy Spirit is excited in Christ. He has no sin. And the anointing to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves, with all the blessings that go with it, be with us now and forevermore. Amen. God bless you. God bless you for listening to Active Word by Bishop Ishmael Sam. For copies of today's message or any other message by Bishop Sam, please contact us on 0244-534-816. Or visit us at Loyalty House International, Abid Dawenya. You can also send Bishop Sam an email at pastorishmael at yahoo.com. 
For prayer and counseling, you can contact us on 0246-939-984. To support this program, send your donations via mobile money to 055-874-2922 or 050-940-0044. You can join us in worship via YouTube and Facebook Live at Bishop Ishmael Sam-DHMM. Also at Loyalty House International HQ page. You can also join us in worship this and every Sunday in our powerful gathering service at 9 a.m. at the Loyalty House International Abedowenya. God bless you.